He'll come back for the second. India have won the test match. India have won the series. They're going to get back for two. Hello and welcome to the 81 All Out Podcast. This is Siddhartha Vaidyanathan at Sidvi on Twitter. And uh, today I'm joined by my co-host, Ashoka, who is at ABVAN. Hi, Ashoka. Hey, Sidvi. How are you doing? Hi, good, good. And uh, today we have a special guest uh, from Bangalore. Uh, works for uh, ESPN Quick Info. He is a stats data analyst, uh, really popular on... Uh, social media and put us some really good work uh, in the for quick info um gaurav sundarraman uh, hi gaurav welcome to the show thanks guys good to be here been hearing quite a few of your episodes selectively some episodes are too long <laughs> but uh, managed to hear the most of them so good stuff some good work it's hard to keep a cricket podcast keep going uh, and having weekly episodes not easy so good stuff what too long man it is just as long as some t20 matches what <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> but do you have last over last minute drama can i directly go to the last over he is uh, he spoiled by 19.4 <laughs> ah 16.4 ah yeah he spoiled by the 100 so uh, oh 19.4 in terms of the CSK. finish you're saying yeah, csk yeah. CSK. Yeah. Of course, both these guys are uh, CSK fans. So uh, there is a chance that this podcast may end up being a CSK podcast. We did one already, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, I won't bet against this being a CSK podcast. But anyway, but the reason why uh, we are here together is to talk about a topic that has intrigued me for a while, actually. Uh, and I've been meaning to explore this a little more in depth. Uh, this is about uh, the you know, the mushrooming of fantasy leagues and fantasy cricket. This has been something, a trend that's been going on for quite a while now. I would say even more 10 to 15 years. Uh, Ashoka can correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, now I think uh, the kind of popularity that these fantasy leagues have is uh, quite immense. And, uh, you know, just like all other sports, cricket is also, uh, you know, taking big time to it. And cricket is also, I think, tailor-made for it because uh, each one of us is a selector in our own heads anyway. And so to pick a team and then to uh, actually see how the team performs and then to change the team gives you a little bit of, it's an empowering effect uh, that you have and you feel like uh, you are actually uh, quite smart in taking your decisions and you have to take a lot of, it's a lot of strategy. I mean, it's not just luck, it's a game of skill. I think, uh, you know, even the courts have declared that it is a game of skill and that's why they allow these things to happen because it's not just gambling. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought I'll discuss this. Uh, Ashoka has uh, even worked in fantasy leagues for a while. So, he has uh, been part of uh, putting together uh, the software for the leagues. And Gaurav, of course, is uh, deeply clued into cricket as well as a avid fantasy league uh, player. So, um, yeah, so th this is the topic that we have to today. Before I start, let me just remind all our listeners that uh, we are a crowdfunded platform. So, uh, you can support us at Coffee. That's ko-fi.com slash 81allout. Uh, you can set up a you know, monthly sort of recurring fee or you can uh, put in a one-time uh, contribution. We are really grateful for everything that you have. We have a lot of uh, supporters now and uh, it'll be really great if you can help us out as well. So yeah, I mean, um, 
let's start uh, with this topic so you know maybe we can give it a bit of context you know your first encounters with this had you been playing fantasy leagues for a while i think super selector is the very first one that i can think of that came from espn in the early 2000s and uh, of course all other sports have been having this for a long time so yeah tell us a bit about that uh, uh, gaurav and when you first got into it yeah i think you uh, you started the topic uh, exactly what i wanted to share super selectors i think we all grew up with super selector uh, in a sense that uh, and that time obviously the internet and the digital evolution also had not kicked in so we had only very very few games and super selector with a big brand coming in it was obviously the one which uh, Uh, caught the eye and they had shows on tv which was uh, even more exciting you know that's where we kind of saw how teams were being picked and i obviously started playing that immediately uh, i remember pretty clearly about that though i don't remember the interface and all too much uh, but the gameplay was pretty basic uh, select your best team and you had a point system and you used to uh, just get some prizes and win and we never won so at least i never won so uh, but it was good fun it was good it was good way to kind of test your knowledge and there was no data revolution also that time so it was just pick who you like and see if they perform and you pick your favorite players pick your favorite team players if you had um, a maximum of 6 per, per team i used to pick 6 for my favorite team so that's how i started off that was a new playing fantasy cricket but then most serious fantasy if i remember uh, i think it started just before the ipl i think from 2007 uh, if i remember crickinfo had their uh, they were obviously the only website uh, that time which uh, was so big into fantasy and uh, crickinfo was the platform for five to six years at least in 2007 to 13 i don't think i played anywhere else and uh, and ipl helped a lot uh, to into fantasy also because uh, uh, especially the t20 format and the fact that it was two months gave room to playing fantasy for a long time till then you know the odd one day or the odd bilateral tour test series it's not really much fun you had only a pool of 22 to choose from and you can't really go and you're picking 11 so that's 50% and all almost every player will pick the big player so basically there was not much room for differentiation that's when t20 again one more reason why the shorter format really helped bloom another big business and that was fantasy cricket and yeah so i i started off that time in 2007 to 13 i'm sure ashoka will also be a very huge part of so many leagues which we have played together and uh, and those two ones were amazing world cups we used to play but somehow bilaterals and other tournaments i never used to play uh, uh, test series those things never really interested me because it was of no use uh, for the reasons i mentioned before so yeah so that's how i started and now i'm still playing i just finished fifth after being second till the Uh, playoffs uh, recently in the uh, concluded <laughs> IPL, so uh, I finished fifth. So yeah, I don't win much, but it's great fun playing. So you you are you are the Rajasthan Royals of uh, fantasy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can call it all the Mumbai Indians of 2021. <laughs> yeah, my no no actually, no, I'm not even close <laughs> to Mumbai Indians. Yeah, I don't dominate. No, 2000 pre IPL is interesting that you brought up because my very first experience of it and probably my last experience for a long time was the 2007 World Cup. That right. World Cup that went on forever and ever, and especially seemed longer because India went out, India and Pakistan went out pretty early. 
So you just kept watching Australia thrash the hell out of all these teams. I mean, Gaurav, I know, is an Australia fan. So he probably enjoyed that. Just pick Hayden that. and uh, Captain Hayden, you would have uh, got Hayden, to the one that fans. Oh my God, Hayden was such a beast in that tournament, especially for fantasy. But I played that and that, in fact, that World Cup, that it retained an interest for me because of that fantasy only. Otherwise, I would have got so bored of it. But because of fantasy, each game started to matter. And you actually started to, you know, take interest in who's performing, who's not. There was this player in Sri Lanka. I don't know if you guys remember, Chamara Silva. Yeah, yeah. He suddenly became like a good fantasy player in that tournament. And so I started picking him quite often. And you had to make this trump card, right, before each game. And yeah, the yeah. trump card gives you double the points and all that. So I started picking Chamara Silva for quite a few games as trump card also. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but but the thing with that was, I got so badly hammered. That my interest towards the end then just drastically went down. Like in the first ever time you play, you get so badly hammered. You're like, oh, okay. Then maybe I'm not really meant for it. So after that, I rarely played. I mean, I occasionally joined. I think Ashoka used to send me some links. I occasionally joined, but I never really made an attempt to play it. And in fact, it was only very recently that I started playing fantasy for uh, NFL here in the US. This is the American football thing. And then it's like it becomes addictive because I actually had some beginner's luck and started doing well. <laughs> and when you start doing well, things get really addictive. Like you get yeah. deep into it and you feel like, you know, you have to study this even more and all that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Ashoka, you can tell us about your early experiences. Yeah, it's very similar to what Gauro said, like uh, uh, the super selector and then the the legendary Crickinfo fantasy, which had like a HTML page with two windows on each, <laughs> two, what do you call it? List boxes Correct. on there each There used side. to be an arrow which yeah. said, uh, if you move. want to move the player. <laughs> oh, you have a roster of players on your left and then the TR team on the right. And then, so it was a very simple uh, interface. But, you know, the, the, the best thing about uh, fantasy starting in Crickinfo is that, uh, I mean, I learned a lot of stats guruing through through the fantasy thing only because uh, uh, for me now uh, stats guru feels very a normal way of uh, interacting with cricket simply because of fantasy because you have to mine through a lot of data to pick players right and uh, obviously as Gaurav says uh, we all start as noobs uh, we all pick Sachin Tendulkar <laughs> and we all have picked uh, and made him uh, a captain in in Gaurav's case it would have been Ricky Ponting so we will not go into that <laughs> rabbit hole but, but I mean then you learn uh, to pick uh, players uh, who do better because it it actually improves the way you watch cricket off right because now you don't watch it from a point of view of a bat and a ball only but also from the point of view of your team doing well and your team is not the two teams that are playing. It is a third team that is operating outside. And you start noticing players that in a normal cricket match, you won't. I mean, my favorite example is Rajat Bhatia, right? Uh, not many people, when you talk about IPL, will talk about Rajat Bhatia. But he, for me, was a very key player because he used to be priced at a very decent pay uh, price. And you can park him in your team and... You can be sure that at least 40 to 50 points in a season per match, he will keep giving you. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. So just park him there and be uh, you know, assured that points are coming. So those are the kind of things that start creeping into your awareness as you start playing fantasy. And we have to do a small distinction here. So uh, what we are talking about so far is, is called the tournament mode, which runs through a complete tournament. Right, and let's stick to that. 
yeah and we will yeah there is this other mode called daily fantasy mode where for every day you pick a team where as gaurav said 22 players you pick 11 now that has gone uh, mainstream because of the play for money uh, model that a lot of companies are bringing into so now that is kind of the predominant thing in india right now tournament mode is for this old nerdy type what what do you call the hardcore cricket fans <laughs> those are the guys the test cricket of fantasy yeah yeah it is it is forever dying but it is not dying because lastly at least four because of people there. like us <laughs> yeah it that is the mode that we are talking about and even in tournament mode it be what of a great thing like uh, the nfl that he is playing that is the dra- draft system right but yeah. un- unfortunately that kind of system doesn't work in cricket because you need to have a six month game i mean for like 24 weeks of game has to go on a tournament has to go on and you, you don't have, have that, that many choice of players also ashok yeah. sorry to interrupt but you need to have that also we don't have eight players eight teams is not much yeah i mean yeah. the nfl has 32 teams so yes. automatically there yeah yeah so what we have is the technical term is called the salary cap fantasy which every every owner has a salary and every player is priced accordingly and we used to do some voodoo mathematics to price those players because i was pricing players for like around 4 years so i yeah a little bit of mathematics go into it and you devise point systems and you start playing and and once you start playing you it's very it's a fun thing to host a fantasy game as well yeah, on addition to being a player because you get to hear a lot of abuses from <laughs> so i i have been in the unfortunate position of hosting a world cup uh, fantasy and an ipl fantasy so so i have had the infamous uh, you know uh, privilege of a hashtag called ipl fantasy worse than irctc something like that <laughs> trending <laughs> trending for a day because of some issues that because we lock the, the the one of the principles of the game is a team is locked when the match starts you can't make changes to your team so that locking because of the traffic that ipl used to get and it was an insane amount of traffic that ipl used to get so uh, sometimes uh, <laughs> the the application struggles to stay up and those times it was fun because we used to trend on twitter so so uh, just curious you say about this other daily mode right that people just come and they just play one game uh, for the money like what is the sort of ballpark of the kind of money we're talking about i mean i'm assuming it's a very high amount for like a winner of that one day game one game right yeah i mean now the the, the roof has gone up so it used to be like uh, so there are even in a daily fantasy there are many modes like you can play still play leagues with your friends so that's a mini league and it has now gone to a stage where uh, i think dream 11 is offering somewhere in the ballpark of crores for a mega league or what not wow yeah, and is, and, is, and said i don't think they their players who don't make one team so hmm. they they make 25 teams for per match different combinations oh, there are people okay. who do that they just make sure that one kohli is the captain one abd is the captain one uh, padikal is the captain one harshal is the captain so this you hope that and you put 10 10 rupees in each it's not too much of an investment it's too much of an investment of time but yeah but that's how things have uh, returns are much uh, uh, much more uh, yeah it good. naturally so, it it naturally grows there because uh, all these are behavior that were seen in uh, fanduel and draftkings in the us and now that has slightly because it's a very natural progression right like if if an entry fee is 10 rupees and the first price is 10 1 crore 
obviously if you you will put in as many teams as the platform allows you to so you will put in 15 teams if the platform allows you 15 teams and it's just 150 rupees i mean for the players that are playing and the allure of 1 crore that is uh, i mean that's a good investment as per them i don't think that it is but uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah from their point of view yeah. yeah from their point of view it is a it is it seems like a good investment yeah, but it's the, gone crazy huh i'm i'm gone. sure it has yeah it has gone re- really crazy and i can see that uh, you know all the rival competing uh, companies and uh, in fact even ganguly i think even uh, is an ambassador <laughs> for one of the companies which has been a controversy whether the bcci president should be uh, you know uh, pushing that and all but okay that's a matter for another day but the question is you spoke about uh, viewing the game right and your approach to the game and all that um, i would think that when you are a, when you start playing these games and as a selector and when you start making realizing how fickle it is like you pick a player and then he suddenly doesn't have a good day i would think that you would be little more empathetic towards selectors and selection in general uh, but uh, i don't know if uh, that is necessarily the case but how how has it been for you guys how has your view of selection changed while playing this if you can explain uh, not <laughs> i wouldn't say it. i i don't i've actually never thought like thought the way you've uh, thought you know I, it's not that i'm don't uh, empathizing with the selector excessively this is more to do with uh, my personal it's a game it's a competition right uh, at the end of the day so uh, and the law of averages usually kind of work uh, especially in a league and again like i i can talk only for world cups and ipl uh, that's when the fantasy league actually makes a lot of sense to me when like uh, ashoka said the tournament mode so when i pick a particular player and there's a good chance that like an ipl team i also have a core team uh, say seven or eight players usually stay the same and we try to uh, kind of change the other four or five players which is what selectors also do so when you pick uh, seven guys for the say 14 15 uh, games the, the chances of those seven guys performing once or twice actually happen so uh, i never have thought the way you have thought but uh, one thing uh, personally for me it's how to eliminate bias and personal uh, favoritism that is where maybe the selectors also have this problem uh, you know that like uh, ashoka actually said told that i would have captain ricky ponting i i'll tell you how <laughs> i i go about doing it it's completely wrong i have actually even being a csk fan the entire league i didn't pick rutraj or faf duplessy i'll tell you why uh, which is why i don't win fantasy tournament modes because of such silly quirks which i have either i should win or csk should win that's how i look at it so <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bet against your hopes of, basically end of, yeah. end of the day i have to win right this is what happens when you are like a big fan for other matches i don't like really bother about this kind of theory but usually i i lost the day rituraj scored 100 i didn't pick him till that i was actually first place uh, in my team and i didn't pick ritu when he scored 100 and then i lost uh, advantage after that but somehow even till date i don't i blindly always pick virat kohli because there are days when every tournament if you look at patterns guys like virat kohli abd villiers there'll be one day when they smash and they get you a lot of points but we don't know which of those 14 games that's going to happen there's a pattern you know for kohli it's usually never at the start it's maybe after four five games so there there must be a temptation to not pick kohli initially similarly rohit there'll be one game abd there will definitely be one game this time it was against uh, kolkata uh, early on in the uh, league 
uh, and now with maxwell also in the same team you know it's just too many people right so so these are some of the thing these are the challenges we have so as like to answer your question so i don't worry about uh, whether my player performed or not performed uh, that's that's as long as my so called process is right in terms of uh, uh, who i am going your, to be your, your uh, bias is right your bias yeah, is consistent so, is so i have a lot of bias uh, problems when it comes to fantasy cricket with selectors will surely have real life selectors also you know you tend to like a player you want to give him more time so i keep backing these players like and sometimes they just fail to like kohli this time i had him for all 14 games and he never got me any returns Uh, yeah. so, so and sometimes you lose out there are some players who have nothing in the game who are not uh, very uh, they don't like a particular team they're not they, they know how to detach themselves from fantasy and real life uh, so that's something i fail to do but a lot of uh, players there's one particular player i have to mention his name uh, his name is anil who whom we play fantasy cricket with uh, in a game which people say is skill or uh, luck or whatever you would think that you can't be consistently winning right uh, but out of the last 6 ipls he's won 4 uh, oh. <laughs> so he consistently wins and he will not lead till the half half a stage but at the end he will win he in fact won this year also so 4 out of 6 is like insane um, insane uh, win percentage when it comes to fantasy cricket you know because you feel that you're not uh, even playing how can you win so much so there is that keeps making me feel that it's not a game of luck is lot of skill required there is some strategy which works and uh, it works so yeah uh, so i don't yeah, feel you, much uh, about selectors <laughs> i i remember someone telling me that ashoka and uh, ramesh rivats uh, of course the twitter celebrity right. the, they used to make uh, detailed excel sheets and on for fantasy are you uh, ashoka <laughs> I, used to do it yeah. one but I, there are a lot of people who do it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I, yeah ramesh rivats of twitter is notorious for that uh, uh, but uh, let me tell you i mean even he is not exempt from quirks so this is this is what happens right the best thing is that champions trophy finals india pakistan 2016 17 so uh, at that point in time you are that is the that is the final so last match so you are pretty much your fantasy team of 11 is going to be either 6 5 of some sort but <coughs> people wanted india to win so badly that uh, so in the semi finals whichever team it was they failed to replace them with pak team they had indians to the max and then the people who have lost semi finals whichever team lost in the semi finals they didn't have a single pakistani player right i had fakar zaman i had uh, the necessary amount of people right because i wanted to win i was in the third or fourth position and i saw the people above me were full going india support and this is a good opening for me to i mean whoever i pick from pakistan it's all points that nobody is going to get so luckily i picked fakar zaman and i made him uh, my captain for that day the amount of abuse that i got during that match because we were watching in the office was legendary because everybody was you are a traitor how can you pick a pakistani and make him captain so that is one thing and even during csk matches right i i kind of if if let's say this is an example csk and rcb i don't remember gail whacking csk ever but but simply because of the fact that gail is there gail goes into the team no question that's the budget that's a that's gone because the downside of a gail not having a gail 
is not worth it it's yeah. not worth the upside of not having gale and getting like 20 30 points extra it is not worth it example is that uh, a rice some pune warriors i think pune warriors is scores 175 of 60 balls right yeah, yeah so yeah. that in fantasy terms is like a landslide amount of So, so just a story there i wanted to also you will not story. you will not recover from that kind of a loss that <laughs> correct so in our league there were like three guys who didn't pick gale that day and they stopped playing fantasy after that they, they knew there's no way coming uh, back uh, so yeah sorry yeah, there is there is literally no way because uh, 175 of 60 is is crazy score so those kind of people you need to have i i had that kind of thing like i used to always pick yusuf patan he i mean if he had a good year or a bad year because i profited from his 100 against mumbai in 37 balls he scores 100 i think somewhere so that was a huge upside so those kind of players are very dangerous and the second kind of players are uh, your uh, uh, warner who is consistently gives you points all the time right he i don't think there is a season where warner has not given points for anybody except this this might be the first season otherwise blind pick warner was a blind pick when callis was uh, playing ipl he didn't have a stellar ipl stat batting or bowling wise but simply because he opened and he obviously bowled and he took catches he obviously will make up 70 points so it's a safe pick for you to park him so these are the selectorial quirks that were there uh, uh, but i i yeah i i agree with garo you don't have to be biased if you're biased you're going to lose because i know people uh, i'm not going to name names but there are people who do not like gautam gambhir so they will never pick gautam gambhir and gautam gambhir scores like tons of runs for kkr and and those are points that these people will never have so you have to keep aside your quirks mental quirks and mental likes and dislikes and choose it very dispassionately and and also like in fantasy like as you're saying there are certain players that are extremely vital because fantasy cricket is not just about the run scored but also strike rate is a huge factor in that right so yes. the people who score like the 37 ball hundreds and all that 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 is like a lottery right there that you can get or you know even like i'm imagining a sunil narayan who bats at a such a good strike rate who bowls always bowls four overs uh, he will also be like a big picker i mean yeah. are there automatic players like that yeah. right yeah. yeah points matter not just because of the runs scored or the wickets taken those matter but the 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 quantum of runs and the number of wickets you add bonuses to every kind of wicket i mean every additional wicket and how fast you score your runs how many sixes you hit if a, if your bowler is has a capability of bowling a wicket uh, made in or made in in general which i think bhuvneshwar kumar has done a fair bit of it so that becomes also a decision point so all this helps in choosing the players just that you have to keep your quirks out of the way i mean that is where you trip i think uh, sometimes i also trip because i i used to have this idiotic uh, thing may to if csk plays i'll pick raina and make him batting star <laughs> on may 2nd <laughs> on may 2nd because i think he done he hit his t20 100 on may 2nd and on may 2nd during some two three csk matches he has hit uh, 40 50s so i was like okay may first week then i expanded the rule to be less crazy may first week if csk plays i will pick raina okay so this is now taking it into astrological zone yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a quirk that's not based on any statistical data I, that's the problem that you end up having 
Apart from quirks, the other problem I have is I'm also working in the industry. I've worked with, I've done these kind of things with teams and stuff. So I sometimes overthink, uh, which also should not be, uh, I feel it's a rule which you shouldn't follow. So a couple of things like uh, no quirks and like Rashid Khan, you know, what I do is when he bowls first, I don't uh, usually pick him. The reason being, if teams lose a wicket to him, I feel that they play him out because you don't have a target in mind, right? So I feel like they play him out and he may not get wickets. Whereas uh, if you're actually bowling, uh, if you're chasing against Sashid Khan is it, and you have to chase 180, you have to attack him. The moment you attack him, you lose wickets to him. So, but I don't know if it's really true, whether that really works or not. I have not really measured it, but that's how I think, you know, I just feel that that, that may be because of my, the way I, because I've been working with uh, players and stuff. Sometimes that kind of, uh, um, I, I say that that makes me lose a lot of games in fantasy. I don't pick Rashid when they bat first. That's a problem. Similarly, uh, pitch reading. Nobody today is able to read the right pitch. Uh, uh, but on top of that, the uh, experts would say, usually they would say it's a good pitch for batting and stuff like that. I'll look at, uh, I'll see what we have uh, analyzed, whether there's going to be due. So I'll pick a lot of people in the chasing team. Finally, it'll be like 180 plays, 110. They've no due, flat batting track. And then you can end up not picking the player. So a lot of these challenges are also there for me personally but it may not be there for a lot of others who maybe uh, just play for fun so uh, maybe that's why I don't win as consistently or finish in the top three as consistently as a lot of others but slowly I, this year I took it upon myself to not try to remove all these biases but it's very hard when you're actually going at 7.30 and picking the team all this suddenly come back to you uh, yeah, that is the thing that we have to talk about, actually. So, uh, tell us a procedure as well. So, you have like a general idea of the team you're going with, but then the a big part of the decision comes down to the toss, right? Like the Because obviously, number one, you get the playing 11 only at the toss. And number two, you know the toss decision and the conditions and if it's a, going to be a rain-shortened game and all at that time. So, that becomes a crucial decision time, right? Yeah, of course. One, that is that. And secondly, in a tournament mode, since you're team is just one that you can't reset because you have only a limited amount of substitutions. So you have to see how many people to bring in. Let's say CSK plays a match on Monday and Thursday or Monday and Wednesday. You might want to bring, I mean, existing CSK play, you are sitting on Sunday for Sunday's match you're playing, but CSK is playing tomorrow and on, uh, on a Wednesday. So you don't want to remove CSK players from your uh, team. You want to somehow, you know, uh, the remaining amount of slots, you want to see which amount, which player you can remove. So that informs you that how many people you can pick, first of all. In your team today, only one or two substitutions is possible, not three, let's say. Then comes the decision point. Okay, they are chasing, they are batting. I have only two options. Who do I pick out of the 22? And that is when you frantically you know, go to match reports, you see the uh, what has happened in the last few years of the IPL. It's, that happens from 7 o'clock when they do the toss to 7.30. At 7 to 7.30, you have to have like lightning fingers, 20,000 tabs open before you. Stats guru going crazy. And then, and then at 7.25, you reach a decision point of three people. And you have only two slots. And then should I take him or that? Do that. Uh, keep your captain, vice captain. And the team's... I mean, the, the game locks itself at 
and then you have like 4 hours to regret your decisions like you can <laughs> you can <laughs> you can go to twitter you can message your friends and say bacha this guy must have been captain i didn't make him captain i didn't pick him i thought about him this that and the other so that that 7 to 7:30 is the crunch worst feeling is that you captain someone at 7:29 and he's out second ball <laughs> it, it it happened with tutisha a couple of times last season you I, just do it the first ball he was out and you're like what a waste it didn't uh, you just that's a horrible feeling man that's the worst feeling your captain gets out within the first over within the first 2 minutes when you just captain him when you thought you could have captain someone else this is why i keep saying rajat bhatia because whenever <laughs> whenever delhi or kolkata or wherever is play disappoint me he comes and gives me like that 40 45 points so there are some insurances you keep on the way and i guess uh, many of you were playing like you're also part of uh, whatsapp groups or something of the same league right so there'll be constant ribbing through the match as well about people who are doing well like oh, it'll be unbearable not. yeah i have <laughs> i've been yeah in twitter league i mean you know that right like uh, we used to have this open banter on twitter that is one because of all our twitter users coming and playing and there is school leagues and college leagues and what not and other colleagues office colleagues so there is there is banter on every uh, media the day that you do well are are you know you can be calm and peaceful because then you don't have to engage in this madness if you don't do well that's it that's the day you're dead everybody's coming for you <laughs> Yeah, and, and in WhatsApp, Sid, the it's mad, and it's not like uh, how it works for us in the different leagues we play. Is the moment somebody hits a four, you won't believe the amount of jinxing he gets. Everybody will say, "Sure, hundred, sure, seventy-five. You've gone to the top, hundred percent. All he would have done was hit the second ball four. <laughs> he will be four of three balls. Kohli will hit a brilliant cover drive." all those with kohli captain wow congrats you've already gone to the top i think today you will be the leader and within like five uh, overs he'll get out and then the eventual leader will continue to win so it's crazy you know yeah you're absolutely right uh, it more than the game it it helps you watch also get through two months of a league comfortably all this really helps yeah 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 i've actually uh, in in the nfl league that i'm playing right you have it's like uh, the the app is such that it's like a stock market almost so when the games are going on you can actually see the green and the red going up and down depending on what they're doing and it's quite uh, you know you're just staring at that for a while and you're like what the hell am i doing okay, let's just watch the match instead no instead of watching the match you're just watching what is happening to each individual player so that yeah. is a different sort of approach to the match itself have you guys you guys must have felt the same right <laughs> yeah 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 but uh, cricket actually lends itself to that cricket is a good game because it's a very discrete set of events right like every ball uh, you you know very clearly who what the batsman is going to do bowler is going to do and the fielder is going to do so there is points for every ball and then as a discrete set of events you can add it, add the points up and you you know and you feel the pressure after after as the match progresses you know that the people that you have made captains or selected is not is not uh, it's not working out so the pain doesn't i mean if it if it's a good day the the joy doesn't end but if it's a bad day you have to wait till the last ball of the 24 20th over to you know you should suffer till then that's that's how much the suffering is and 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 yeah but that's an interesting point actually because uh, you know this whole aspect of uh, 
you know, dead match or inconsequential parts of the match. It doesn't work in fantasy because every ball exist. is consequential. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Doesn't I mean, exist. The worst kind of uh, points which you tend to lose or somebody else gains is these last uh, wickets when matches is already over, like some 60 runs of two overs and somebody comes and gets three wickets when everybody's trying to hit a six. That's like solid 150, 200 points depending on the platform you're playing and all. And suddenly you'll find that this guy has rewarded you at the end of the game when everything is over. Sometimes some players take... I remember a, player, a friend of uh, uh, mine picked, I think, Chris Wokes and he took like four catches in the 2019 World Cup. Uh, I think it was Wokes only, if I remember right, against Pakistan or something. And he came in the end and he took a lot of catches and just by sheer ca- catches, you can make what a hard-earned 30 is equal to four catches points or something like that. So uh, it was easy pickings there. So all these random things happen in fantasy, which makes you watch till the last ball. And even if you miss it, you want to follow and see what your batter or bowler did towards the end uh, and stuff. So, and you know, the other thing, again, we haven't mentioned is that each site has a minimum cutoff. The strike rate points creep in only if you score 20 or only if you score 10. So you want a 20 of 8 is like a dream fantasy knock. <laughs> uh, uh, and sometimes it gets out for 19. You'll be like, damn, one more run and then get out. Uh, or again, reaching milestones. 25, 50, 75, is like 49 is the worst for the fantasy player. Because suddenly... Yeah, 49, 99, 50, 74. It really doubles uh, their points a lot if you kept him as captain. So there are a lot of things to keep you engaged. And um, again, depends on the platform, what mode you're playing. This daily game is the reason it's very successful. You have instant gratification. Uh, the moment you choose the team and you choose and they score, you tend to see where you stand and you get your money immediately or whatever. So uh, that is where those guys kind of captured the market. Whereas tournament mode is that slow death. It might take for uh, two months and uh, finally at the end of it, you start with 15 people and invariably it's only like seven of us competing towards till the last day. There'll be people who miss on captains, people who miss days due to other commitments. So the serious players are usually just 50% or 40%. Yeah, and, and the tournament mode, the good thing is if you have a bad day, you can always come back, right? Yeah. yeah. Daily yeah. mode, bad day is gone. Yeah. Yeah, unless your bad day is Chris Gale scoring 175, you can come back. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't come back. So, uh, uh, as far as dead matches are concerned, right? there's an inverse relationship. Because the tournament, at the end only, all these dead uh, rubber matches come up, right? Because in the beginning, everybody has a chance. But in fantasy, it's the opposite, right? Like, the, 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 the spots become very, very, very tight towards the end. So, if, taking this year's example, if, uh, let's say, a Punjab and a Rajasthan play and the outcome is not very consequential, but it is very consequential for the people who are playing it. And and because it's very tight at the end, it's it's going to be like 200 points differentiating the top four. Then you are... And at that point in time, I have to say, as Gaurav was mentioning, in tournament mode, the variations come into play. In, in a daily fantasy mode, you, you don't have, because only 22 players, you pick 11, right? But in tournament mode, what happens is... Uh, let's say uh, you pick uh, uh, Harshal Patel early in the tournament uh, before everybody does. So you have the first mover advantage. The differentiation is there. But as Harshal Patel starts taking wickets, let's say 15 wickets, then everybody picks him and the net result is zero because you have Harshal Patel now and I have Harshal Patel now. But the, the, the benefit of picking him early 
I get the points for the first 15 wickets that he takes and that nobody can take away from me. So those are the things, those differentiations and how you make your choices, uh, that actually matters in the end. In the end, mostly when everybody, now you know who's going to hit because at the at match 14, you know Rutraj Gaikbad is going to hit. I know God didn't pick him, condolences. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seriously, but everybody then picks Rutraj Gaikbad, right? Like everybody picks Sarsal Patel, Avesh Khan. But who picks him first? That is the uh, you know first mover advantage is very very heavy in uh, in in tournament mode. Also, you spoke about this uh, thing, right? Your, uh, the planning aspect of it, like Monday, if CSK plays Monday and Thursday, then you also are picking predominantly CSK players to bank on both the days and all that. So at that time, I'm also imagining you're following like, you know, certain Twitter accounts or certain newspaper reports that are mentioning like, you know, possible team injuries, like all those news items plays a big part in your decision, right? Of course, of course. Of course, yes. Yeah. And since we are conducting, uh, we were conducting the league, uh, these injuries and uh, last minute additions to the team were a nightmare because... Uh, we keep looking for when the squad is announced, who is going to replace who. And now uh, there is a transfer window as well. So that again becomes a big nightmare. Because you assign in the in the back end, you assign a player to a team. That player can change to another team anytime. So that level of modification also you have to do. So, so th- those become a bigger nightmare for running the game. When I was running the game, I mean, uh, this is a story that we used to tell ourselves that uh, uh, Mumbai, uh, in one of those years, I don't know which year, but one of those years, they bought in this new bowler and they announced that he's playing in the 11, like 20 minutes just during the toss. That that guy was Jasprit Bumrah and we didn't, we didn't know who Jasprit Bumrah was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was the very first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just generally came in and he was directly in the level. What? Who's Jasmeet Bumra? What is his price? Does he also bat? Who knows? Just Jasmeet Bumra. Okay. Scramble. The last minute scramble. Add him, add him to the team, add him to the roster. Tell people on Twitter, count on, okay, okay, we are we are adding him. You should be able to see him. You can pick him and not. So these are <laughs> this is uh, the last minute problems of injuries and uh, uh, you know changes between the roster that that running the game it was tougher than playing the game. Playing the game you anyways you anyways read uh, cricket info, cricket buzz, and other publications and you have your feed for cricket news. So you get your news. Yeah, in fact, I think uh, there's a uh, increasingly like you know there are all these. Uh, accounts, uh, aggregator accounts that post the news from all these uh, websites and all that. I mean, they are becoming so popular because of this also, because they are mentioning injury news and uh, selection news and all that. Uh, I think, um, you know, there's a reason why they are so big uh, these days. It's also fantasy players are benefiting from them. Yeah. And also sometimes you don't, can't wait till seven, the, till the last minute, you know. What I usually do is I always submit the team before, just in case some tech problems happen or you're outside or so, there could be some work-related commitment, something. So I always make sure I have a team and if I'm available that time, I try to, and I see some major player not playing and then you have to quickly change. But the problem happens that time is, especially in a tournament mode is, again, um, you won't have time that time to see the schedule, see whether, uh, how, when are they playing again, how long is this guy out? And so you tend to lose out on all that. Those are some challenges. Whereas in other sports like for football and all, they announced 11, uh, uh, one hour before. So it's a lot of time uh, if you want to uh, uh, make any kind of changes and stuff. So uh, 
I think that aspect needs to be looked at uh, by developers also. There has to be some way by which uh, you can have options where tech can kind of say that, hey, if this guy is not playing, automatically automatically sub uh, this person in and uh, and give points later uh, or retrospectively or have like four guys who are not part of the 11, but part of a 15-man squad. And if somebody doesn't play, just automatically sub in someone from there. So those things uh, could actually help improve uh, this kind of last minute scramble and stuff because you know you can't, not all players in the league are available at the same time to actually make these changes so and also like uh, for somebody like me who lives outside india and you know the time zones are a big thing in fact the first time i played every day to log on at that time in the morning it was a challenge for me and this is every day like nfl i just have to do it on saturday or sunday because they most of the matches are on sunday but here every day you're playing you're like oh man i don't know what is going on so i automatically switched off from there so i think it's important for them to keep in mind where people living everywhere in the world so one thing which the uh, recently we played a different kind of a fantasy for the 100 and that was uh, not even though matches were daily they they started following the football format where you start playing for 5 or 6 days so you pick a team for 5 or 6 days and uh, then keep subbing in uh, players so that's again an investment of say uh, in a tournament of one month maybe it's four or five times you just uh, uh, have to invest time on that and do a good job of it. I think that's also a good model for those who can't invest time uh, every single day. I think now we have so many different types of games catering to different sets of players. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, more than more innovation, there's so much more scope for innovation. I, I don't know if we will be talking about it, but like player pricing, right? Well, Ashoka spoke about player pricing, dynamic pricing and all the concept. Oh, is not we, did it once. In, we did it uh, once. Yeah. I, uh, most of the leagues don't even have dynamic pricing. It's a slightly complex thing, but it's very important uh, to have that, I feel. Like he said, no, if I pick Harshal Patel first, I need to have that advantage so that others have to pick him at a much uh, uh, bigger price. And that's all that is very common in the West uh, in terms of uh, football and NFL, I'm pretty sure might have something like that. So uh, dynamic pricing is uh, something which I am expecting and I want more uh, people to bring in. That's not really possible uh, in a daily game, I would think, because yeah, it's not. It, really, yeah, you need context. You know, Otherwise, yeah, it's not really possible. So those things, uh, a lot more improvements are there. But again, how many people are playing tournament mode? We don't know. So yeah, maybe yeah. is it does it make business sense? Ashoka be a better person to answer that. No, I mean tournament mode. Anyways, were fair for diehards and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and for very very hardcore cricket fans so when we when we did all that uh, we were thinking about dynamic cricket i mean dynamic pricing uh, we actually implemented it one of the years and we also did one thing where uh, you were saying should be that people in different time zones so what we did was uh, flexible uh, subbing which is you can put as many so we brought in a draft space where you can do as many changes as you want but the amount of subs that you make will be finally calculated at the end based on your prior squad and this squad. We try to address all this, but as Gaurav says, uh, we are moving towards a stage where Virendra Sevag is coming on TV and says, will the next ball be a four or six? Click four or click six. <laughs> so, so that is not, uh, you know, uh, something that companies decided on their own. That is something that they're getting from the market. The market as you want to reach a larger and larger market, as these pay-for-money games do, 
you want to simplify your game but also keep the definition of game of skill alive otherwise if you say what will happen the next ball or what not right i would think that is a game of chance but court indian court say that is still a game of skill because you have to know cricket you have to know the laws of cricket you have to know what a boundary is it's not a toss of a coin is what uh, the courts say but i i mean <laughs> that's the direction the, the, the all of the companies are going because that's how the market is signaling to them tournament modes i think in india there will be around 150000 people playing it uh, if is that or 200000 people playing it at the end hardcore from the beginning till the end so that's a very small market i mean why would you want to waste your innovations on that you can always uh, you know put it in the daily fantasy sports yeah but even in the daily the innovations can happen right like uh, yeah, or, can, or not that much but not yeah, that I mean, much yeah 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 but you can't do the dynamic pricing right like because yeah, uh, yeah every day you come and select kohli you saw come and select ab and then that's it everybody has kohli ab and everybody makes 20 teams so there is no variations it's it's little bit boring like that's that's the only problem what yeah. uh, we have seen some innovations in daily games have a separate captain for second innings have a separate captain for first innings some companies have started doing that that way you can see the first innings and change your mind and then see hey hey i think this guy might perform better so let's change my captain which which is de- fair decent but again it requires you to invest that time in that 10 minute window and uh, watch quickly change which is the whole purpose which is what people want to do and as long as your tech is smooth and as long as your um, that's a big role how you productize the whole thing how easy it is how smooth it is to make changes how easy it is to uh, pick all these in that 5 minutes gap how can i see all the information in one page i think we're still a long way uh, behind uh, there you know in other sports you have dedicated websites you have a cricket for for fantasy itself if if you understand what i mean the people have that as their home page daily see all your injury all your news details uh, i know my brothers in the us he plays uh, nfl he always goes to the fantasy site first before going to the actual nfl site so uh, i think we have this so much more scope there's no one stop today everybody is writing fantasy articles and everywhere this at the end of the day you're still saying the same thing may i think kohli is likely to perform and then there out of 14 games he is going to perform once or twice so uh, it's it's a lot sometimes I, sometimes people simplify it too much in I, i feel it's not that simple and they have to give it uh, there has to be an expert in that and uh, there has to be websites which are like big time experts doing this uh, but the number of matches make it <laughs> very very hard to actually achieve that as well uh, there's just yeah. so much cricket now happening every day there's a t20 so you can't do justice to it as well yeah so this was this uh, this is why we were also thinking when i was running fantasy that uh, the ipl should they should just give 6 months to ipl <laughs> the rest of the 6 months you do your world test championship but 6 months forget all this bbl cpl and all that just <laughs> don't even call ipl call it the t20 league of nations or what not i don't care what it is but just have one tournament for 6 months and let it run i mean what that does is actually uh, i mean it unifies your viewer base i mean uh, if icc can do that but i don't think these are ideas that are even viable commercially bcci will just say what are, what are you talking about so but that is something that they can look at at a tournament that runs at least 6 to 8 months like the big leagues in other sports i mean i won't be surprised if 
it it moves in that direction say in another 5 to 10 years or so given the popularity of what is happening but uh, you know and actually but i anticipate it as like a parallel thing like you know the t20 league will be happening and the test team test uh, things will be happening so you will have bifurcation of teams and people have to choose eventually what they want to play and that players will uh, decide you know some may go uh, depending on their skills and in whatever the incentives they yeah 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 that that could happen um but yeah you just uh, gaurav brought about this point about uh, you know the um how everyone seems to be writing the similar things and you know you will say like normal like cliched stuff right like kohli will score gail will score yeah that everyone knows they will score but uh, take us a bit little more you know in depth about it like what are the things i mean obviously you know you having a idea of uh, venues match conditions like for instance ipl second season happened in uh, uae sharjah so you will be picking a totally different uh, sort of taking an approach that is different from if it was in india that kind of uh, approach plus you know general like approach of form you know players form dipping going down you tend to have an idea of when a player is about to peak you know those talk a bit about that yeah so there there are some uh, kind of uh, rules which i follow personally and uh, uh, like some of those you have mentioned uh, uh, i think picking players especially in t20 has to be from the top 3 uh, most of your team has to be from your top 3 and uh, opening and death bowlers uh, because those are the chances of where the wickets come uh, chances of getting most of your wickets are and form is a very tricky thing so in the ipl one thing we have i have noticed is generally those who strike uh, well early on generally tend to continue very rarely within the season you will see someone doing very well first uh, seven matches and then doing very uh, poorly later uh, uh, so for sanju samson for example you know you have to pick him first two games and then drop him immediately uh, <laughs> so uh, but mostly if you see your uh, uh, kl rahul kl rahul standard pick you know he's going to perform so form i especially in most of these leagues is very hard to determine if and it never happens also that suddenly somebody uh, uh, performs in the last two games alone like a watson of 2019 uh, for uh, chennai is a very rare case uh, you wouldn't see that happening too often you know just coming in and playing in a big match and win one two out of 17 games performing and going is something very rare but uh, venues pitches batting first bowling uh, first those things matter quite a lot and again there are certain players who are uh, uh, very uncomfortable against certain certain team certain style of play you know like uh, like deepak chahar you know you know if the one thing i look at is will there be swing if there's no swing deepak chahar like in the second leg of uh, uh, this ipl he didn't really perform well because there was zero swing bhuvaneshwar kumar the moment you know that there is some swing there are certain grounds vankade for example it swings a lot so uh, that's a place where you can definitely go and pick your fast bowlers and vankade is going to be have a lot of dew so picking spinners is always a risk so these are things like i said you know those these are slightly more nuanced and these are slightly uh, people with need to have a good reading of the game people need to understand that hey uh, this guy's role is called the anchor so there's a good chance he'll play through the inning so let's bank on him let's not pick the high risk players the high see the russells and narains and pollards are great to have but they're not going to give you consistent points every single game because they, that's going to be the odd the game is such that uh, there's there's always the chance of them failing uh, we all know let like pollard 
plays well against CSK because that's the kind of attack he feasts on. Then you need to pick Polar against Chennai. Uh, doesn't mean they'll perform and they're going to get points, but that's a logical way of doing it. You're not going to have any regrets randomly picking uh, players. Uh, similarly, uh, whether who are the players who are going to get games for sure, 14 games, 15 games, there, there are some players who are going to be on and off. So it's better you don't pick them. You know that there might be a good time, they might swap an Indian fast bowler, for example. So you don't pick those players. And Manish Pandey is another example, right? You want to pick him because he's a top-order player. But that, from a fantasy perspective, the history says, data says that in five years, he's going to score that 150, maybe maximum two times. So you don't pick Manish Pandey. Uh, who are the guys who are capable of giving you uh, those points with respect to strike rate or with respect to scoring 50s and 75s or with respect to getting death over wickets? I know that, like Ashoka said, no, somebody who will get you two wickets every game, Rashid Khan does that. But whether you want two or whether you want to go behind... So what I do is sometimes I pick the guy who's likely to bowl with Rashid Khan. I try to see that because I know that they're going to play him out and they're going to attack the other bowler and there's a chance that guy might get wickets. So these are some things which sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I try to keep sticking to these theories because it helps. Uh, no point picking a Russell because sometimes he won't even get batting. Rishabh Pant again, batting at number 5, 10 balls, 20 balls, how much can he do? So, every team you pick both your openers and pick both. Uh, you know, a lot of fantasy players pick only one. Uh, they don't pick both. Sometimes best is to pick both because you know that one person is likely to uh, surely succeed. So, you're actually giving away points of one player hoping that the other one succeeds. So, that's a different strategy. Or you... So I picked Rahul and Mayank. I picked Shaw and Dhawan. I know that you should, very rarely you'll have 100 and opening stamps, but at least I know that one guy is performing. So you're literally saying that, hey, one guy is surely going to fail. I'm going to pick him, but it's okay. I'll try to maximize that. And then captain, vice captain becomes very important there. That's, I think that is luck. I don't think you can, uh, there's no right. skill for that. Out yeah. of the two people, you pick one, bank on that guy. Maybe law of averages is something in the IPL, especially it doesn't work. You know, it, uh, if guys hit, they continue to keep hitting. So you shouldn't uh, move away from the fact that hey, after three games, he might fail. But one thing which is slightly, it's a counter to Ashoka's uh, strategy, which I'm slowly trying to, which this year I tried to adopt is, if somebody plays three games in four or five days, Yes, logically, you think to have more of those players. But what I've realized is that the same player may not have three consecutive good days also. So what I do is I try to remove him and bring somebody else who I think could perform for the next Chennai game. And I don't think of conserving that sub uh, because what happens is if he's playing on Sunday and he's playing on Tuesday, because of that one guy, I'm not able to bring a good player on Monday. Say if I have a high high price player in Kohli or Shikhar Dhawan who plays Sunday and Tuesday and I want to bring in, say, Faf for Monday, because I have Dhawan, I just tell myself, okay, no point keeping. Tomorrow, I'll make up that point. And then I realize that that day he scores 75 and he, I lose out on. So nowadays, I've started playing for that particular day. That's it. You just plan for that day, play and move on. So these are all trial and error, Sid. There's no right method to this. But... It's not just go and pick 11 players and hope that you win. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. There is a lot of uh, detailing, a lot of uh, things. And you also have to see what other players are doing in your league. Uh, just if one player I know is surely banking on Chikadavan. If you keep picking Chikadavan, there's no use. 
your position is going to be exactly the same so you have to either differentiate in captain or differentiate in players yeah. and differentiating captain is always a risk uh, because the same guys keep performing so you you are only going to lose out so i try to bridge the gap slowly i try to keep the same players and maybe one or two players who i think might score high points i try to differentiate sometimes it works sometimes not. but there's a lot more to this than just uh, picking uh, 11 players let me add a layer to where cow left off let me pick from there because looking at conditions looking at players looking at matchups that is one layer the second thing is your team and you have two constraints there one is your budget and the second is the number of subs that you have which is substitutions that you can do so these are two constraints that you are always working with and the third is let me add one more the third is the your position in your league right if you quickly go up let's say you are in the top 2 3 always try to be i mean uh, make sure that the people behind you can't catch up with you by making the same things that they do keep the squad 80% similar to theirs because whatever points they get you also get right and in that 20% is where you can you know leave it to chance that way you never have to worry about someone behind you catching you up so that is that is one thing i do and the other two things that i said like the subs and uh, uh, your budget with respect to that gao hit the nail on the head because there is no law of averages in ipl like like if you if you remember this one guy called shrinath arvind right if i remember for that one season he kept picking wickets till the end right he didn't stop becoming uh potent midway or what not so for that ipl you you can keep a place for shrinath arvind in your s- squad and never remove him irrespective of whether rcb plays that day or not he's a very he's a very you know uh, cheaply priced player like at 75 or 80k because he has no international experience at that point his price will be low keep him in the squad and then forget about him this year if i want to say if i want to pick somebody i'll pick ashdeep singh he was under the radar most people won't pick him you just pick him and keep him in the in your 11 and then forget about it. he'll keep giving you wickets and that one punjab match where you have no substitutions to spare you can say at least i have arshdeep thing make him batting star also make him bowling star also and keep him. batting is not going to give you much but bowling he'll give points and that those are things that you think outside of cricket with respect to your squad with respect to your league positioning and all that so yeah it is we make it sound difficult because it is difficult it is not simple <laughs> and 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 on top of all this there is a lot of luck involved also because after all these calculations your rank in the overall league of people playing in a in a platform might be 1000 like in your league you may be top among your friends but in the league if i mean in overall if you see your rank will be 1500 and you would have made 10000 calculations from match 1 till match 60 so this is what i'm saying there is a lot of luck involved but that doesn't mean you can blindly pick 11 people and then say ah i'll get points some days you'll do but most of the days you won't and then there's a risk of overthinking also so as score said yeah yeah and the other <laughs> thing is uh, there's another strategy uh, which i've also tried that as well sometimes you just pick one player who is a very very low price he may not even play games but he must be the cheapest player that platform allows you to play uh, because that gives you room to have two chikadavans two kohlis type players right so that works quite a bit well so you're effectively playing like csk of 2008 to 2021 with 10 players only and not 11 uh, 
you have one player who just goes in and goes out uh, whenever required. They usually used to play with uh, ten ten players. That sometimes that also works quite a bit, uh, uh, where you try to get all your superstars in. Otherwise, it's very hard to fit in a Kohli and ABD and a Maxwell in a team. Uh, oh, so I had that problem in 2016, man. When Kohli, ABD, Shane Watson, and Gale were in the team, so my my entire batting order was jammed up, and I couldn't drop any of those because they were, I mean, they were taking turns to score and take wickets. I was like, what the hell can we do? I mean, you have to manage your other matches. This team was going to blast off. And typically, like RCB, they failed in the final. So yeah, <laughs> continue. Sorry, I just remembered that. Oh, a terrible situation. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there are a lot of different strategies you can use. Different people use different approaches. Some people start very fast. Some people use most of their fifty, sixty percent of their subs within the first thirty, uh, forty games. Some people use uh, all their subs towards the end and catch up. So there are multiple strategies uh, which work for different people. Uh, but at the end of the day, look, you need to be serious about it. You need to have fun, and you need to kind of. Uh, maintain a balance between your personal bias and you're actually trying to win something. Uh, yeah, so to, to be a, I would say that from my all my experience, I can say I'm a consistent top five player. I, but I'm, I'm not a a player who always wins. In fact, I win very rarely, very rarely. One league in maybe five, four, five years only I win. But I I can say I always finish in three, four. You know, fifteen if fifteen people are playing. Uh, and yeah, you just got to live with that. <laughs> And and at the end of the game, like uh, this, just adds another layer to it, right? Like I can imagine, like with a, before this, or if you're not playing this, the degree of uh, elation or the degree of heartbreak that you have is vastly different from when you have this layer also going on. Because okay, suppose your team has lost a really close game, it's a big heartbreak. But suppose you have won in fantasy, then it's a it's a compensation, right? It's a bit like okay, at least. Something good came out of it. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you the truth. If your team is lost and you win in fantasy, you're happy. You're not. <laughs> I mean, people may say whatever they want to say, but <laughs> you are really happy that day. I told you, right? I do that for CSK. Right? That's what I do, and I fail more often than not in fantasy. But it's just a belief that hey, if I pick a CSK player, is likely to flop. So let's not pick him and let our team win. So at the end of a CSK match, I'm always satisfied. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you bet against your hopes. That is a good strategy to have anyway for uh, uh, any kind of uh, contest. Let me let me just uh, add one more, two more examples to that. The 2016 Pakistan versus India. I mean, I was happy when the match ended because I had almost won the league. I, I ended up second, but still, that was a better result. Which the Champions Trophy final? 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pakistan yeah, yeah. versus yeah. So that and the second thing is the 2011 World Cup because uh, it was such a historic World Cup. Everybody, I mean, we were emotional towards the end. It was overwhelming in the finals, but. Uh, but all through that i was miserable because i never picked yuvraj because i didn't think that he will do well and and in that first match against bangladesh uh, sevag and uh, kohli hit hundreds sevag yeah. goes on to hit 170 or what not i picked gambhir and tendulkar right <laughs> everybody picked sevag and kohli i picked him. so i was miserable all through that world cup and that is the correlation i mean uh, you may, you may say that uh, it Playing fantasy cricket slightly disconnects you from the experiences of other fans. You have your own separate thing running in the background and with your friends as well, and that is that is a weird feeling actually. You you are interested in dead rubbers. You 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 cheer for players which you normally won't cheer. 
you are put in delicate positions where you want kohli to get out but you can't say that out loud <laughs> because everybody in your league has you should go one step delhi be anti national <laughs> you should go one step further saying kohli should get out for this score at this time so that my player will have enough <laughs> yes. balls to face yeah. and then come on how much we have, people have said hey i wish this guy gets out past vinil russell get a chance vinil russell yeah, he's my captain bloody he's got only 10 five balls six balls it's crazy so, what fantasy so, makes you think yeah it it yeah it gives you a very very different experience as a fan than i think just following cricket uh, i mean as is does it does it remove a, a lot of the like the i mean a remove a bit of the tribalism like i'm i'm imagining like if a person is doing fantasy and is getting that view of the game as well the chances of you going and uh, you know burning an effigy and all are quite uh, less right because you are actually seeing two sides of the story yeah but you will be the you will be i mean it it does remove all that tribalism because you are you are you are cheering for your own team you are in you some will, other world yeah you will have unique unique access to grind i mean the world will be saying what man india did this like this i mean they should have scored this and that for me the problem would be fucker zaman didn't make 100 he would have been out in the 90s i mean i would have a unique problem altogether that is the problem of fantasy cricket like it will it detaches you from a reality into a very in a, in a space where you are a tribe of one because you are following a team which doesn't exist anywhere other than this one space right yeah, and yeah. and you are uh, you are competing against people who also have fake teams and that that kind of a construct is a very unique construct i mean uh, where it really helps us it helps you see cricket in a little bit, i mean it, it reduces bias to a, to a great great extent right and it helps you see games uh from a from a very third person point of view because you are indeed you are not belonging to any two teams anymore you are literally the third person in that room supporting a team third team which is yours so that that is the greatest advantage of fantasy games as i would say i mean especially tournament modes so in terms of the picking of the squads itself uh, just curious is it uh, quite skewed towards uh, you know all rounders and multi dimensional players i'm imagining you know hardik jadeja sunil narayan as we discussed those guys are key or is it you know as you said is it the top two that makes ultimately the big difference or what what are the sort of the big preferences and the big players if you can name even like a few gold gold uh, minds that you can have i'll i'll just put one more caveat before that because the uh, your i mean most platforms have these rules of playing levels like how many people from a team you can pick and what amount of each uh, you know uh, skills that you can pick some they make it very explicit saying you can have four batsmen four bowler one keeper and two two all-rounders something like that they make it very explicit uh, while we were running fantasy we had this can bat can bowl can keep thing which we only specified minimums which means that you can pick a lot of all rounders a very few batsmen and very few bowlers i mean we didn't want to uh, inhibit a player's strategy he can pick wherever and how much ever players that he want of whichever skills so it depends on that and now coming to your question of course yes all rounders will give you the maximum roi uh, as i said callis he didn't have a stellar nobody will remember callis's ipl as compared to his international uh, stint but fantasy players he was like god he, he, if they callis was playing just pick callis if yusuf patan was playing pick yusuf patan so those are people who have multi dimensional skills and as you said hardik was a valuable uh, player before this 2021 right like now 
uh, if he doesn't go then he doesn't make sense at that price he you just drop him maybe yeah and sunil narayan he is a very recent example i can think of I, when he started when kkr started giving him the number 3 or number i mean opening role did they put him in opening they put him at number 3 right yeah yeah opening opening, opening. opening okay oh, when they gave him the opening role i mean he kind of became the de facto choice right even if he makes some 25 of 10 balls that's that's great roi for him so so those are kind of uh, some of the choices that you make and you wanted gold plated names i mean everybody who has cut their teeth and had a great season in ipl is actually a gold plated name there are no surprises the few surprises are people like rajat bhatia the people like shrina tarvin for that one season who i mean in this season you have uh, harshal patel avesh khan arshdeep singh and uh, ritraj gaikwad so these are the these are seasonal flavors the, the the permanent flavors is chris gale if he's playing 14 games pick chris gale for 14 games there is no there is no second thought about it if david warner is playing 14 games play david warner i am ambivalent about kohli he picks kohli but i don't pick kohli i pick abd because if because the 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 highs of abd are like crazy highs he'll get you a 70 of 20 balls very very uh, i mean that happens frequently also but kohli's 50 of 40 balls still make lesser points for me i can always catch it up with another 50 of an opposing team player that 2016 was the anomaly and that year i suffered because i generally don't pick kohli for t20 so 2016 i suffered but otherwise anyways uh, i don't the rest of the players are very self explanatory i think one name uh, he's missed out is was a very very good fantasy player name uh, as in who used to get a lot of points was shane watson from 28 2008 to 2015 standard opening the bat bowling four overs he'll give you very bankable uh, shane watson was always there in uh, whenever he was available watson gave a lot of points and maxwell was always a, again an enigma even for fantasy players you pick him but never gets you points so uh, yeah so this year uh, you know when once he started hitting it made sense to pick him but yeah i think watson and yusuf patan my early days were very very good uh, fantasy players right on marsh also right first year <laughs> first year shawn marsh and then raina is another consistent player yeah there. yeah for yeah. i mean we should not forget him because he's had two bad seasons but yeah of course raina was a great uh, pick as well and from an indian context i mean you mentioned rajat bhatia as somebody who can safe uh, park safely there's a other player that uh, people talk about was shabaz nadeem right they used to pick him to just like as a safe bet did you pick him uh, shabaz nadeem more than shabaz nadeem amit mishra Amit, Amit Mishra is a low under the radar pick that you can always bank but because the way we used to price Amit Mishra because he was uh, he had international experience he he was a slightly costlier player uh, as compared to someone like a uh, Rajat Bhatia so Amit Mishra is another one he is an IPL legend as well so uh, who else am i missing here Malinga is a sure fire pick that you pick on any given day because he would get a maiden also sometimes right yeah, yeah sometimes uh, he used to and uh, yeah. the other thing we haven't mentioned some game plays have only four overseas you can pick there also so that's another very very uh, tricky element you need to plan your substitutions and all for that and play like you can't remove if you have to remove an indian you can't bring in an overseas and have five overseas all that oh. is all strategy 
So you have to have seven Indian players. Means you have to figure out a way to remove your and four overseas will be costly overseas. So sometimes or cheaper overseas, your Indian player might be costly. So budget constraints. You can't pick in ABD players. There's a lot of planning, and there's some people who don't do all that. Play Aramse and win also. But uh, I would say that yeah, consistently to win is not that uh, straightforward. So just curious, every season, how many teams do you guys create? Is it multiple or do you play just one it's or tournament? I just do one. Okay, so one team, right? Yeah, I mean tournament mode, you can't can't play I mean, two and all. You'll go mad. <laughs> That'll be too much. Yeah, yeah. I I used to have multiple teams just because uh, we were running the fantasy league, so I needed test accounts to check if some certain features that we were rolling out works or not. But even then, those things, as long as the features are rolled out, only then I used to go and check it. I used to have my main account where I played my leagues, but uh, other things were just for testing. So. We you can't actually. This is very crazy. I mean, if you if we have two teams, you will go mad. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Gaurav, uh, given that your uh, strength is uh, you know with stats and uh, cricket numbers, uh, I would think that uh, this is like a great avenue to mainstream more of the stats that you guys are working on, right? Like uh, before the show, you spoke about the new feature, Ask Crick Info, and how, you know, a lot of, it's really helping a lot of fantasy players because you have these new uh, answers that you can get that you were not able to get before. Ashoka spoke about how, you know, he, uh, Stats Guru was a major part of him initially when he was playing it. And uh, I'm sure there are, you know, uh, I mean, stats is of course like an ocean. I mean, there's limitless possibilities for cricket to get into stats. So this could be one great way to mainstream a lot of the stats, right? Absolutely. Uh, you bang on there. The fact that today uh, stats are still mainstream only for the tests and ODIs and people follow only the main set of matches uh, and they follow the, their own heroes and their players, their stats, etc. People don't know what's available actually in public and all. So, uh, for a long time, obviously, with the advent of T20 and a number of matches being played, uh, just too many matches and too, many, too much data was there. It, it required someone to like kind of put everything together at one single place. Satsuguru helped did that for other formats, but not for uh, T20s because again, the volume of games were so many and uh, to get that data from all over the world, put it together and then make sure that there are no mistakes and then uh, making it to the public is not a, a straightforward task. So uh, slowly we are getting there and Ask Click Info is just one tool now where you can quickly just go search for uh, all, whatever the things we discussed, right? How many times a team has won chasing? How many times has Ashit Khan got out to so has dismissed Virat Kohli? How many times is uh, Virat Kohli scored on May 2nd? Sorry, was that Suresh Raina? How many Suresh times Raina. Suresh Raina scored on May 2nd. These kind of things, uh, uh, you can kind of get it quickly, right? And uh, uh, that really helps. So when you have a 7 to 7.30 window, even Stats Guru is much harder. You have to filter so many things. You have to wait for it to work here. Text-based search and just getting the answer like Google search, right? Uh, is a great step forward in that direction. We still have a long way to go because cricket itself is, leads to so much complex stats. It's very, very hard to, to get here itself. I think is a, a big, big achievement because uh, it's so complex. There's so many permutations, combinations and people can ask for anything. 
today people just ask who's likely who people might even ask who's likely to score more points today in fantasy so that could be an ask again for question which without people even knowing how the tool works so that's how we have to cater to so many different audiences right again these stats start, need to be vernacular as well uh, people need to understand and ask questions in different languages uh, there's so much scope for all this but for the start i think getting access to in depth information is uh, is good is basic and like ashoka said he need he maybe had to go open 25 tabs between 7 to 730 now that can reduce to say 10 slowly it reduced down to 5 and then finally we'll have one single uh, google kind of tool which is what ask again for whole purposes but it's not that easy it's very complex hopefully we do get there uh, in maybe a couple of years time and then it becomes a one stop shop for fantasy stats like i said next we need a one stop shop for fantasy articles injuries and other thing and it becomes a industry by uh, itself right yeah, will we'll fans talk about uh, will fans ask uh, valimai update from uh, here how uh, good, <laughs> good you uh, told me that i need to check our database logs and see if somebody's really asked for that <laughs> we should have some fun answers <laughs> so what what, I, what i'm saying is uh, the uh, still a lot of the cricketing discourse uh, for in the sort of the layman level is still at you know the averages strike rates that that sort of zone you know and uh, of course uh, people like gorov and uh, quite a few other companies crickways and other companies are trying to you know are doing a lot of uh, work on putting out new metrics on th- talking about new ways to think about cricket uh what is what actually you know how to value a player how to value a performance etc and i think you know if somebody plays fantasy cricket and is actually serious into it then their chances of getting through this uh, metrics are you know much higher because personally for me as i said with nfl you know i mean i've begun to take deep interest in uh, the run defenses and the pass defenses and those kind of quite intricate the stats which i didn't really need to know when i was just watching the game so this is the kind of uh, great avenue for uh, sort of the uh, niche stats to also come to the fore see yes and no the reason being that niche audience is too less does it make business sense for it to do such a thing and again like ashoka uh, alluded earlier to the sh- in the show uh, it's just two months sid so do you invest so much for two months is where you have the maximum traffic i'm not saying that bbl cpl yes they all those leagues have fantasy cricket you can play but would you have the same kind of audience same kind of traction i don't think so Uh, and a lot of people don't have the knowledge of those kind of players as well so uh, to do all this and to actually make uh, make it uh, mainstream requires there to be a market and what we have seen so far it's a very niche audience it's just two months uh, people are playing even the daily game if you take uh, we are we are dealing with like the people at all classes who are actually playing fantasy i i know there was my uh, outside our bombay studio whenever i used to walk in there used to be a security guard and every day he used to see and pick players he used to ask me who do i pick sir for my uh, dream 11 daily game will this guy perform today as if it becomes like an astrologer uh, as if i am an astrologer and he's asking me hey i know and when there's money involved you don't want to be also uh, randomly giving gyan also right so tell him tell him may to rena will perform <laughs> other days i don't know but 
so uh, which is why i think you have different audiences also to cater to so these kind of numbers what you say even if i keep it nobody's going to understand and explaining cricket stats is very hard uh, it's hard so hard on in 280 characters today i don't expect to do it uh, much shorter also so uh, if i have to tell someone how a particular algorithm works i need to sit with them uh, we need to brainstorm situations and even cricket for has our own version of smart stats which we have not done enough with because it's very hard to explain that on in text if i sit with ashoka one whole day and explain to him what he gives me situations and then i kind of prove it to him maybe he will buy into it but similarly doing that for fantasy if i just give a random number say uh, this guy's impact is 2.35 and just because of that i'm going to pick nobody cares right so people want uh, so that's why i think we are far away from that and the fact that it's a two month league i still stick to my uh, basic principles of all that uh, of our, what we discussed about uh, uh, where which position he bats how many balls he gets so that's the reality as much as i'm i am a numbers guy and i want all these things to happen it's the fact of the matter i believe personally we are still way far away from that and to explain this to fans is again uh, communicating the uh, data is hard so uh, and building something for just that small 1% audience uh, is not i don't think it's worth the effort but like i said if the fantasy industry becomes if i have a fantasy a quick info equivalent of fantasy the website like that where i have everything in one stop and i find it useful 365 days a year then it makes sense Uh, otherwise i don't uh, see it uh, making sense yeah absolutely and i think a lot of it has to be driven by tv also because uh, the moment tv starts getting into it then uh, things become much more popular and uh, then people start taking an interest and then they may come to cricket info or some other place and get it i think the trickle down will happen from there Correct. actually yeah yeah that's true so uh, yeah i think uh, this has been really good just to finish off uh, you know if there's any particular days or players or something that come to mind of your most memorable wins or your most disappointing losses like suppose something changed in the middle of the game i mean i'm thinking like you know like a rahul tevatia coming and hammering everyone and then somebody who has him is suddenly like at the top of that uh, league or something you know something like that any memories would be great one thing i still remember is i had mccallum for the first game of ipl oh wow uh, 2008 <laughs> he was my captain so <laughs> that is a special moment because nobody knew what ipl was and what's going to happen and suddenly at the end of the day i am at 845 and there was one more guy who had uh, mccallum and he was at some 833 or something and, and the others were all languishing below but then because it's a long league like you said people can come back but that i felt very good that hey first day what a start to fantasy cricket and that was like uh, very very good fun and i had i was lucky to have for gail 175 also so uh yeah so there there are more bad days than good days so uh, let me stick and stop <laughs> with the good days and finish it the bad days are there every other day like i told you pick a player captain him first ball he gets out that's it done you're just so dis- uh, distraught go that uh, one day you didn't pick kohli yeah huh? you picked mccallum as captain <laughs> boss uh, in 2016 i think kohli and ab make hundreds both in the same yeah. match I mean, gujarat lions gujarat, no gujarat. Yeah. yeah i think i had shivil koshik as bowling captain at that day <laughs> yeah oh, i mean that burn. is that is a burn so i don't say that i just tell people oh yeah i had gail on that day I had Yusuf Patan on other days, <laughs> but not having Kohli and AB and having Shivil Koshik as uh, bowling captain. Oh God! 
but yeah i mean it, it's it's confirmation bias right like you only remember things that you did right yeah, <laughs> there yeah, are yeah. 100000 <laughs> things that you did not do right uh so yeah the, those are high and low points i mean uh my high point is uh, probably also one game in uh, 2010 when csk make 245 against rr i think murli vijay nobody picks murli vijay as batting captain in in fantasy for some reason i did it some astrology some psychology i don't know what but he scored 120 odd that day and wow. the icing on the cake was i for i was forced to pick naman oja as wicketkeeper also on that day and he made a 90 so that was like a, a diwali come early for me uh, on that day so that that is the unexpected pick yusuf patan before his 100 he was not that big of an entity so that is an unexpected pick i mean gail 175 by that time if you are not picking gail like uh, our good friend arvind desse who came on this podcast he picked michel marsh on that day so <laughs> so you he deserves everything that you get if if you are not picking gail by that time he was a force sure. in yeah he was he a probably force. went on twitter and said today is michel marsh day also yeah, yeah something like that he would have said <laughs> but uh, uh, talking to two csk fans and we have mentioned every other name but dhoni i mean how is uh, dhoni as a fantasy pick how has I, he been over the years i don't think he's a good fantasy pick at all i don't okay. think so he's a good uh, uh, theater while watching ah. but uh, as a fantasy pick especially in the context of ipl i don't think he because a because of the i don't think he gets to come and bat as frequently and as hmm. gov was saying earlier you pick the top 3 1 2 3 and so he, even if he comes and scores 28 of 10 or 28 of 20 let's i mean 28 of 10 let's remember the good days so 28 of 10 <laughs> uh, so what happens is the price point of dhoni right you he he doesn't come as a 70000 or 50000 player he comes as a 100000 player and for that price you don't get a good roi from dhoni and that is a simple reason there is no dhoni hate or whatever he just doesn't get to bat that often and he and it's a function of that team he, let's say a middle order where when rohit sharma was batting for deccan charges right he was a middle order bat i think at that time he was not an opener but yeah, he was yeah, a good yeah. roi because uh, at that year deccan charges didn't do well and batting eventually used to come to rohit sharma so it depends on which franchise you're part of dhoni for csk is not a good pick in fantasy maybe dhoni for india i don't know uh, i have not tried that as well simply because of the same reason the batting order is so strong by the time he comes i don't think there is much for him to do and the other fact which he uh, uh, which i want to add is about uh, dhoni being a keeper and most keepers are openers but i think dhoni and dinesh karthik if you see mostly keepers are openers josh butler and even the current sanju samson bats up rishabh pant bats at four kl rahul uh, kl rahul bats so those are the standard keepers we keep and usually i don't if you pick kl rahul he's there for 56 days he doesn't change or whatever 56 matches he doesn't change we don't remove him too much so that again is a problem so price point and the fact that he's a keeper uh, and they're better keeper batters uh, who get can get you more points yeah i've hardly picked dhoni but i know yeah. people who do pick dhoni they don't win at fantasy that's all <laughs> i mean <laughs> your love blinds you from winning that's all yeah yeah that brings us to the original point about the being dispassionate about fantasy and uh, removing it from your re- regular fandom which yeah. which is a different thing altogether Yeah. Yes. 
but yeah. it will give you new fan i mean good fan movements as well the yeah, people that you pick you you they slightly start becoming very fonder people because at the right time they'll come into your squad and then i mean i'm a big fan of srinath arvind that because when one season he saved me and nobody know now he's not in popular conversations at all i think he retired also right like he, he retired, retired recently and uh, but he's on twitter you can message him and say thank you you can give him a thank <laughs> for you. those thank you for those 23 <laughs> wickets they saved my season <laughs> and, and you know the opposite we never spoke about there some players who i'll never pick like i don't know i just like even if i know he's going to score like i just i don't rate marcus stoinis very high so i'd never pick him and he he did very well last uh, season but generally there's some players like i will never pick irrespective of what like i would never think of picking uh, certain players who's the australian all rounder i forget his name uh, uh moises andrix uh, moises andrix yes uh. that is another person <laughs> i mean uh, because a because they, like you tell me i'll win also i won't pick some players yeah. it's yeah. like that <laughs> I don't know there's some uh, there's some people who do that like I never expect somebody like that player to get like Kedar Jadhav I would have never I'll never usually pick because I, he bats he's a sing, he's just a batter who bats down the order he never used to bowl so this this like and there's people who used to pick him and get points and also crazy things happen in fantasy but at least I'll I'll tell you another dirty secret I don't pick Bumrah in in IPL <laughs> because I, I have this I have against stats I have this belief that he doesn't get you that amount of points that other person in a because he is i think he has had a singular ipl in 2020 and 19 right like where he topped the chart somewhere 30 wicket somewhere i don't remember the year 2020 but, was second highest yeah yeah second highest but another year he was like 30 wickets uh, but for me a, a bowler with a lower price point who gets like 18 to 20 wickets is better than a I mean I love Bumrah watching Bumrah bowl but I will not pick Bumrah because it's too costly for me. I may even pick Rashid Khan or Sunil Narayan but pace bowlers I have very little faith in IPL. What about uh, Bravo? You would pick Bravo? Bravo surely yeah. Hmm. Yeah safe safe right batting bowling everything yeah. And he'll bowl four overs he may yeah, bat. But but not Pollard though. that's the another problem because rohit sharma doesn't give pollard that much of a bowling anyway for him to make a difference and batting too i mean my theory with pollard is he has some three three to four matches in a season where he will come and utterly destroy and out of those four matches two will be against csk and we will get pummeled because of pollard and that's about it so his usefulness for me as a fantasy player is very less but he is a legendary player but very very less utility for me talking about tournament mode do you guys think uh, or i don't know if there has been like uh, is there like a possibility of having a fantasy league through the world test championship you can do it you can do it i mean it <laughs> that would be the purest form of tournament mode <laughs> actually it is it is not that bad i mean uh, unless see the way to do it and not lose sanity is uh, uh you would have to have one lock in before the test match if you do i mean five days of substitution five days worth of substitution ah. then obviously i mean any anybody who plays through the entire thing is not going to end up i mean same they're going to play to two and a half years you should win that's all that should be the <laughs> last man standing <laughs> the guys who's, who's who's just played all matches is the winner two and a half years and all is too long you not even remember how you played two years before i don't know i'm not for that <laughs> come on man as a 
tournament mode purist you should be all excited about this the <laughs> true ca- test of character <laughs> maybe you should start a game me i will see how many people sign up for it there will be <laughs> a random game us. in the middle <laughs> where uh, we there will be an england new zealand game where we in, we try to put a team then they'll say it's not even part of the world test championship <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's true and then given the covid situation now it's uh, better not to go for so long also we never know when a series will start and when it will end <laughs> so yeah yeah okay perfect so yeah on that note uh, of uh, a wishful thinking of a two and a half year round tournament uh, mode <laughs> fantasy league uh, we will put an end to this podcast uh, thank you so much gaurav for joining us and uh, i'm sure we will uh, invite you uh, at some point of time to talk about other things including uh, you know stats related stuff or cricket or csk even a uh, lot of things to talk about but thanks so much for your time thanks a lot guys good fun yeah, yeah. good fun too so yeah uh, thanks for listening uh, as usual uh, you know can uh, download our uh, podcast uh, listen to it on any app please review it rate it uh, contribute as i said on coffee ko hyphen fi.com/81allout uh, tell people about it uh, there are 100 plus episodes that you can listen to on 81allout.com you can follow us on twitter at 81allout and um, yeah please send us your feedback Uh, we are grateful that a lot of you reach out to us on various forums and uh, you know if you want to leave a comment on the website or send a tweet or if you have an idea for a future episode yeah i mean more than happy to uh, listen to what you have to say we'll come back for the second india have won the test match india have won the series they're going to get back for two india home lords goes wide